Jesus. Okay. Alright, good morning. 721. What time did I do it yesterday? It was later, right? Here it's a one-way conversation. We're in the car on the way to work. And there's no place I'd rather be. Well, if I'm in the car on the way to work, there's no place I'd rather be than here talking to you. There's about a million places I'd rather be than in the car on the way to work. But let's make the best of a situation that might not be uh, perfect. Is there a fucking car in the world that exists that when it snows and you open the you open the driver's seat the driver's side uh, door that snow doesn't just end up on half the fucking seat? Like what model car do I get where that doesn't happen anymore? Like I have this shield thing over the door, but it doesn't do anything. You, know, you live in the Northeast. A couple times out of the year, we're gonna have some snow on the on the roof on the roof. And here I am this morning, opening it up, and just a fucking handful of snow wafts into uh, my car seat. So now my ass is wet. Luckily, I got a long enough ride where it'll dry. Get the heated seats, put them on, and I'll do do some uh, proactive drying. Really quite annoying. I had a nice dusting last night. The snow just will not end here. Uh, not Nothing too bad. I, I did hear the plow, I don't know, at some ungodly hour, dragging itself. Extra loud last night. I don't know what it was about it, but it was just extra loud. I think because it, it was just a dusting. And the, these guys show up to look like they're busy, I guess. They just drag this thing. Just drag their large metal shovel. I'm the front of their cars and the front of their trucks just drag it right outside my bedroom window it sounded like holy christ i don't know if we needed a plow for it we'd be all right just kind of this is one of those snows that kind of takes care of itself or would take care of itself but you know what these plow guys they get a little taste of the money they get busy and they're not stopping for anything until uh spring now which is good. Get you know these guys. They work hard. Get your up early. Get your money. But is there any is there a reason to? How come this is the first time I've heard the plow? Is what I'm saying. There was, you know, there was uh, two feet of snow. I didn't hear the plow once. But now there's about a quarter of an inch of snow on the ground. Last night, it's like uh, Freddy Krueger dragging his dragging his uh, knives across the ground. Uh, no. It's, no, you know what, it's not Freddy Krueger, it's the old guy from Home Alone, dragging his shovel outside. Except I'm not scared anymore. Do you hear me? I'm not scared anymore. Alright. I got nothing for you today. I had nothing for you yesterday, and we still ended up with a good 20-minute job of a show. Uh, let's, let's see, I don't know, last night I watched, uh, the new Borat movie. It's, okay, I have nothing to say about it that nobody else has already said. You want to listen? You want to hear somebody talk about the new Borat movie? You came to the wrong place. But I saw it and it was funny. And uh, I don't know. I don't. It's not that the shtick is old. It's that you know. Uh, you know the, the people that. First of all, how do you let Borat into your house? 
So that's the whole part of the movie is where he goes into these people's houses. He's like their house guest. And he's on interviews about going in and being in character all the time. But how, uh, how, do, how do people in the year 2020... First of all, who's letting a stranger into their house in the middle of a pandemic? Which, that's weird enough. This guy is also from Kazakhstan, which, not that that's a problem, but, you know, you don't know who the fuck this guy is. And, uh, on top of that, it's fucking Borat. I mean, how dumb do you have to be to let Borat in your house? And, you know, you can come back and say, look, we're just being good, good guys. You know, this guy was in need, and we let him in. Because if it's me, I'm telling the guy to take a fucking hike and get a hotel. Ah, oh, for Christ's sake. And then just, that's no more defeating feeling than hitting the brakes and not knowing exactly what you're in for. There's no red on the GPS. I've slowed down to a crawl. All right. Um, yeah, well, bore out. Bore out was all right. That was good. I had some funny moments. I see that there's a lot of praise for uh, Girl Played His Daughter. I think she even got nominated for an award or two. I don't know exactly. Best Supporting Actress. It, you know, it is tough. You know, he, he's a professional. I mean, they're both professionals. But I mean, he's been doing it for 20 years or whatever, 25 years. Just dressing up as random, you know, as, as his characters and, uh, and kind of being like a Trojan horse. And then there's like a there's a scene where some father daughter dance, and you're telling me, and there's some younger people there. And how are these younger people? Not one young person. And yeah, he was dressed up not as Borat. He was Borat um, in a you know American costume. <laughs> and I you know even still, there's not one young person in the crowd being like that. There's something wrong here. I've seen this guy on HBO before. got to be a little bit more alert than that. And then, there were, and then the ridiculous shit that followed it. Yeah, see? Another fucking plow. Why do we need a fucking plow? That's what's holding us up here? Why is there a construction... There should never be a construction vehicle on the highway during rush hour. That just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, I'm sorry, construction guys, it's a very hard job. I'm not sorry. It's a very hard job. Somebody has to do it. I hope you're paid handsomely for it. No, we don't want to see it during work hours. You know, we, it's, it's, it disrupts the flow of everybody else's work day. Why is this guy even out here? What, it's, what is going on? This guy's taking up the whole goddamn left lane of the highway. Lights flashing. Um, This is insanity. Is he plowing the shoulder? Are you just plowing the fucking shoulder? Get the fuck out of here! Is that what you're doing right now? Because I just see snow on the shoulder. He's pushing. The shovel's up. Oh no, shovel's down. Yeah. He's got he's got the fucking shovel down on bare highway pushing the snow on the shoulder over another six inches. Oh, for Christ's sake, man. What's what's that about? Why are we doing this? 
So yeah, we just your hours are eight 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 to five. That's it. You, eight p.m. You can go out there. Even that's a little early for my taste. I'm sure I've, I would have been stuck in that traffic one or two times in my day. Eight to five. You know, five a.m. Even eight to four. Get off the road, man. Mind-boggling. Especially this day and age, how are we not just hyper alert to bullshit? Okay, and say what you will about Boris, he's funny, you like him, you don't like him, whatever. Uh, it's He's ridiculous. Something has, you know, you gotta be saying to somebody there, this is bullshit, this ain't real. And again, yeah, the uncomfortable looks on people's faces, like that's the whole point of all this. And I don't feel bad, you know. You know, I, the, the, there's a lady in there who was a uh, a babysitter, and she and that, they got a little shit for um, you know juking her, duking her, whatever, that, you know, fooling her. I was uh, just the right way to put it. They got some shit for fooling her because she's just a, a babysitter. And they had her looking after uh, the adult daughter who plays 15, but she's really in her 20s, I think. Uh, of Borat. Oh, we're back to her. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he's a professional. He's been doing this for a long time. For her to go out there, and, you know, to have to do this, all this improvising stuff, is um, and be in character. You know, more. Here we go. More fucking c- construction trucks doing God knows what. Here at seven thirty in the a.m., like people don't have to go to fucking work. Clogging up a two line two lane highway. Fucking believable. Um, they're really a, a hard acting gig, if you will, uh, to go out there and, with the accent, and, you know, play this naive foreign girl as she try as she kind of finds herself uh, hilari- hilariously. Um, Where, what was I? Did I already say? I was saying you got to be aware of the bullshit, right? So I feel like I don't feel too bad, or right? I think she was compensated, and uh, she wasn't like embarrassed. She had an important role in the movie, and she wasn't like embarrassed by it. I don't think she came out. She looked great. She was a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She she was it like a real person she reacted naturally to it like as a as a person should she and she did so with a with a big heart and as a decent person whereas other people just kind of put their hands over their mouths like what who the fuck are these people or sheer along as in uh the when they were singing the wuhan flu and i don't get look if you're there chanting along to uh uh what was one of the chants like we're talking about journalists burn them up like the Germans did or something like that like yeah like, that's fucking you're an idiot you're just a dope you are just a moron that's all there is to it like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna engage with what these people believe one way or the other or politically or about religion or anything you're just a fucking moron if you're chanting to do anything <laughs> like the Saudis, you know, chop them up like the Saudis do. 
burn them or whatever. Burn them up like the Germans did. Whatever it is. Just, you're an idiot. You're a fucking moron. That's all there is to it. You're not funny. You're not cute. You're just a fucking idiot. Um, let's see. Want anything else about Borat? Yeah, if you didn't want... Yeah, I just said you're not going to talk about Borat. I just watched it. We're not going to talk about it. Oh, whatever. I'm not going to talk about more. That's, you know, the movie's six months old. Uh, so sorry for wasting your time on that. But I, I am reading a book that I'm sure you've never read because uh, this is a very rare book. Not because you're not a reader or not intelligent. It's just a, a book that I... Uh, it's, it seems rare. I don't, it's not anywhere near here. I, I can't find anything by this author near here, let alone this odd book. It's called The Last Opium Den by Nick Toshis. It's a book that's right up my alley uh, because it's about... I've talked about on the show how I would ju- I want to be in... I want to go to an opium den one day. Now, not quite... I'm not quite willing to go to the lengths that this person did. It's a very short book. I think it's 70-something pages, 76 pages, and it's, a, it's short, small pages. They're not... Um, you know, it's not a big encyclopedia-sized book. It's a book that can fit in your pocket. And uh, I got to tell you, he uh, he did the same thing I did when he gets to actually smoke the opium. So, I mean, he ends up in, like, Cambodia. I think it's where he, where he actually gets to find opium. But it, most of the, the whole beginning of the book is just the history of opium and opium dens. And he brings up some good points about how opium, in and of itself, God's drug, basically. But when it can, it gets broken down into what we have today, is evil, basically. Heroin, you know, it's it's all mass-produced for greater profits, greater addiction, greater death toll. Right? Opium, you're not going to OD an opium, just fucking piping it up. Uh, but if you're shooting heroin or... You know, whatever other um, methods of ingesting it is much more dangerous than just taking it out of the pipe. So, uh, when he actually gets to smoke it, he goes, he did, he did, he did exactly what he just did with Borat. He's like, uh, I'm not going to wax poetic about opium. And it goes into two pages about how great opium is. Uh, so maybe I don't feel so bad if this fucking guy did it. But, um, <laughs> he talked. But but the guy he writes uh, he, he he writes at a level higher than most reading that I'm used to, but then he he dumbs it down. It's it's sort of amazing the 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 how he juggles language, where he, he has some very high minded oh god damn it just when you think you're in the clear, yeah well. Let's go. Come on. See, you're not fucking doing anything. Yeah, I had to be cute passing the right, and now I'm stuck here on the right because this Porsche Cayenne is doing a goddamn thing here. Doing nothing. I got to fucking just weave right back in. All right. Sorry. A nice little little driver's interlude. That's what we'll call those when... uh, uh, Now we're riding the brakes. Whenever I interrupt what I'm actually talking about for... Random road rage. We'll call that a driver's interlude. And this one is filled with interludes. But to kill time, because like I said, I have nothing to talk about. Um, but he, uh, it's, 
it's like masterful how he does it, how he goes from using like these $12 words um, right down to kind of street level conversational language. And it's really, it's great because if it, if you just do that high level stuff, you can kind of lose a reader. They're like, ah, oh, this guy, who the fuck's this guy think he is? But then he brings you back. And usually it's pretty funny, like when he brings it back down to, to the street level, it kind it it sums up all the highfalutin stuff, uh, and and brings you brings you right back, down, brings the book back down to earth. I mean, he was talking about in this opium paragraph, he's talking about uh, you know the first words of the Iliad and you know being under the same stars as Homer and. Uh, you know what? The, what truths lied in the silence, and then he's then he go then then he sums it all up and goes, and that I all got from the smoke of a Marlboro light. And it's like yes, all right, I get it. Like sometimes when you're stoned, and you know you, it's some you know, something catches your eye, it could be just you know the smoke and the light, or uh, is you know the star stars, I don't know, reflecting in a lake or something. Whatever the fuck it is, or it could be just crank anchors on Comedy Central at two o'clock, and something just clicks in your head, and it's way more—it's way more high-minded than you're used to, or than you would normally be thinking. And that's basically what this guy gave us. It, it, this is entire writing. It's not just this whole thing about the opium. His entire writing is—he's got these, you know, these wonderful ideas and phrases about opium dens and the opium trade of the 30s, whatever, and then he's able to kind of bring it right back down to a human level, not just a writer's level. Because a lot of people can write like that, where it's, look at me, I'm very fancy, look at these words, you have to look these words up, you don't know exactly what I'm talking about. It sounds good, but, you know, it's generally a bunch of bullshit. He is able to take all the bullshit he spits... I mean, all writing is bullshit, right? I mean, let's be honest here. It's all, all writing is bullshit. It's just a matter if you can make something interesting of that bullshit. Um, so he takes, all, he takes his bullshit and says, you know, he, he's, a, he's kind of aware of what he's doing. Uh, and says, like, I have to bring this down to, you know, he was, ra- this guy, Nick Toshis, was, ra- was born in Newark, New Jersey. Shout out, Newark. And, um... I guess his father owned a bar, and that's where he kind of grew up. Was in his father's bar, so it's hard to not hard to not have that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That that street cred in your writing, if that's your upbringing, and then he just happens to be a very smart person. Those are the people that piss me off the most. Are the people that are very smart, but they have they have like the acidic tongue that dumb person like me, like, oh, uh, maybe I can, maybe maybe people listen to me because, you know, I'm funny, but I'm not as smart as a guy like Nick Toshis was, unfortunately. Unfortunately for you, because you're listening, you're stuck here listening to me. <laughs> well, not unfortunately for me, unfortunately for the people who clicked play on this on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, check out Nick Toshis, who, who is known for, um, he's written, he's, he's a journalist, I guess. But he's known more for his uh, biographies. And the next one, I, I'm still deciding between 
the Dean. I think I'm going to read the Dean Martin one first. I wanted to read this one. Like I said, it's near and dear to my heart. It's about opium dens. Uh, God bless him. You cannot find them in the United States anymore. Of course, opium is illegal unless it's sold by uh, Pfizer or whoever. Um, I'd like to thank this Toyota Highlander for realizing that he's going, you know, 50 in the left lane on a highway when there's nobody in front of him to get the fuck out of my way. Uh, nice little interlude there. Uh, so I'll read the Dean Martin one next. I did want to read the Arnold Rothstein one. It's got the best title of any of of any of the books. The Dean Martin one is just called Dino. The Arnold Rothstein one. You know, Arnold Rothstein fixed the 1918 World Series. Um, aside from that, all I really know about Rothstein is from Boardwalk Empire. Which is to say I don't know much because that was all... Speaking of bullshit, that was all bullshit. None of that was true, really. Uh, I had that book. I had Boardwalk Empire, the book. I don't know what happened to it. But it was, the, the book was, was the true story of... Uh, I mean... Jeep. Jeep, Jeep, Jeep. Nice, bright yellow Jeep. Just in the middle of the goddamn highway doing fucking 42 miles an hour. Um, Jesus, cannot fucking keep a straight thought today. All right, I should just wrap it up because uh, well, it's been long enough. You've, you've dealt with me for long enough. You've dealt with my bullshit for long enough, and I thank you for that. It's not easy listening to uh, listening to somebody go insane on the highway, but here you have it. Thanks, as always, for joining me today. Have a great fucking day, wherever you may be. Do not take any shit from anybody. And I'll talk to you in a couple weeks here on One Way Conversation.